Today, Rinpoche continued his commentary on the 12 links of dependent origination and addressed some of the more difficult points presented in the Lamrim Chemo about this topic. So once again, we're looking at Lama Tsongkhapa's uh, great treatise on the stage of the path to enlightenment, and specifically we're looking at the section on uh, the stage of the path um, for beings of medium capacity. So when we look at the outline uh, of that section, it's actually entitled uh, Training the Mind in the Stages of the Path, uh, Shared in Common with Beings of Medium Capacity. Uh, we find that there are four categories. First category is the mental training. Uh, the second category is the measure of the determination to be free. Uh, third category is dispelling misconceptions. And then the fourth category is ascertaining the nature of the path leading to liberation. So when we look at the first category, which is the mental training, uh, we'll find that that's uh, divided into two categories. First, identifying the mind intent on liberation or identifying a mind of renunciation. And then a second category of a method for developing the mind intent on liberation or the method for developing renunciation. So when we get uh, to that section on the method for developing renunciation, there are two categories. For, uh, first category is reflection on suffering and its origin, and then the second category is reflection from the viewpoint of the 12 links of dependent arising or origination. So uh, we've completed everything up to that second category, so now we're dealing with the section on uh, the 12 links of dependent origination, a reflection from the viewpoint of the 12 links of, de uh, of dependent origination. So in English, uh, that starts on page 315. <laughs> Okay, so we're actually going to start on page 319, uh, and it's the abbreviated classification of the factors. Uh, it's actually the second category uh, when we look at um, the, the main heading, reflection from the viewpoint of the 12 dependent arisings. Uh, there are four categories. It's the second category. So we're starting on page 319. Hmm. So we've completed the section, which is the division into 12 factors. So that goes over those uh, 12 different links of dependent origination. And now we're at that second abbreviated classification of the factors. And so in Jayan Sheva's outline, we find six different categories for this section. Uh, 
So the first category deals with a um, quote from the compendium of knowledge, and we'll go slowly through that. ね、ペンビンラスナ、ね、テンディンラジュニョンのペンビンラトモマリパニバンディジジレ、ソンバナシスモテペンビンラマリバ、ペンビンラ。ペンビンラチ、タペンバスナズペイトジェナワテ、マ
so this is the first category of Jayan Sheba's um, uh, commentary, the first category in the divisions that Jayan Sheba sets forth in his commentary. Um, so <coughs> it's divided into the four, uh, the factors can be further divided into four. Uh, those factors that are projecting factors, those factors that are projected factors, those factors that are actualizing factors, and those factors that are actualized factors. Um, so there are uh, four divisions that we can uh, divide them into, uh, and if we look at it in that way, uh, the projecting uh, factors, we can say, uh, are ignorance, compositional activity, uh, and consciousness. Um, uh, so the projecting refers to something that will happen later. Um, so um, when we look at projecting, it's, it's a later uh, occurrence. It's projecting something later. Uh, and then the projected factors are, uh, are what is projected, what occurs now. And those projected factors are name and form, the six sources, contact and feeling. Uh, so then uh, we have the next category of the actualizing factors, and this is another category which we would say is a, something that occurs later or in the future. Uh, and the actualizing uh, factors um, are craving, grasping, and existence. And then the actualized uh, factors, which are those that occur now or their present occurrence, are birth, aging, and death. Um, so we find all of that presented in Asanga's uh, Compendium of Knowledge. Uh, so I'll, I'll read that now. Uh, what sort of categories do you obtain by abbreviating the factors? There are four types, the projecting factors, the projected factors, the actualizing factor, factors, and the actualized factors. What are the projecting factors? Ignorance, compositional activity, and consciousness. What are the projected factors? Name and form, the six sources, contact and feeling. What are the actualizing factors? Craving, grasping, and existence. What are the actualized factors? Birth, <coughs> and death. Uh, so this is the, the quote, uh, and, and, and it's explaining these four different categories of projecting, which refers to ignorance, compositional activity, and consciousness. The projected, which refers to name and form, six sources, contact, and feeling. Actualizing factors, which refer to craving, grasping, and existence. And then actualized factors that refer to the uh, birth, aging, and death. Jidwatala <laughs> ユナドワチェダバシェナペンピヨラタパンピヨラタンノマンドバシェベノマトゥベシェヨラゴスワテシェドワテレディシャラセジェドワテレドワセタニバテオケソソシェバテレシャタソソネペンピヨラタパンピ
Um, so the way that this is actually broken down is it's first broken down into the first category that deals with the division of four, uh, the course of main, main division of four. Uh, so it's this first paragraph in the compendium of knowledge. And then we get into the individual um, explanations or the individual uh, factors. Um, and then this next paragraph falls into that category. Uh, so the first category deals with those four and then the next category deals with the individual factors, and it's actually all in Asanga's quote. Um, so uh, it, it, this, this second category begins at what are the projecting factors? Ignorance, compositional activity, and consciousness. What are the projected factors? Name and form, the six sources, contact and feeling. What are the actualizing factors? Craving, grasping, and existence. What are the actualized factors? Birth, aging, and death. Um, so those two, Jayan Sheba breaks those two ca uh, paragraphs up into two categories in the outline. So then the Asanga the Gundu lay the Ewasum Yurbe. Sanga Gundu lay Ewasum Stambusum Rote, Jeduasum, and Jujeduasum Arbe. Tombe Jeduatala, Tapaji on Saja Truti, we were there. Do not tombe to Marbe. You Pamping Made 
Okay, so then it looks like it's further divided. Am I missing some vocabulary here, um, Rapje? It's further divided, right? This is divided into three categories, correct? Nipa,そうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそ
So that's the third category. Then the fourth category deals with the qualms, deals with any the, a doubt section. Uh, so uh, we're now at number four. Okay, two chain of room chain. Thank you, Rapture. What is it? Pomba 
Right now, what Sumitra explained is the, the for the second category. Right, but aren't for there the three part. categories in the second category? The Nipa, Newa Sum. Gubak Shibala, Saji Shira, Saji Sum. Gubak Shibala, Gubak Shibala, Saji Sum. Gubak Shibala, Saji Sum. Saji Sum, Gubak Shibala, Saji Sum. 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 Gubak Shibala
realization is the first of the three. Yeah, second one is purpose. Purpose is within the purpose, there are three. Right now, Rimichi explained the, the, the first, the one. first one for the second part, right? Which is actualization. <laughs> no, no, no. We not have the whole here. I think it stops at suffering in this lifetime. Yes, yes, suffering. Okay, so um, so basically the um, the doubting part is uh, broken into uh, two categories. So uh, um, we have the qualm that's presented, and then the response. So the response itself is divided into that which is known, uh, and then the purpose. Um, So. Uh, we have, we begin with, well then, uh, I'll just read the qualm and, and present it as we, as we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, qualm, well then, do the two types of causality, one with respect to projection and the other with respect to actualization, so the projecting and actualizing factors, demonstrate one instance of causality wherein one person takes rebirth, or do they demonstrate two instances? So the question that's arising, being posited, is it one lifetime of a, a person that it takes for these to occur, or is it two lifetimes? Uh, so then there, there are consequences that are being going to be presented to these different ways. If the former, uh, so if it was one lifetime, it would be incorrect to claim that the actualizing factors, craving uh, and so on, uh, so the actualizing uh, factors are gr- craving, grasping, and existence so it so craving grasping and existence occur after the establishment of the group of factors beginning with resultant period consciousness and ending with feeling so beginning with resultant period consciousness then going name and form the six sources contact and then feeling so that's what it's referring to uh, those are projected factors uh, if the latter there would be no ignorance compositional activity or causal period consciousness uh, projecting factors in the latter cycle of causality the ordering of projections so it's looking at the ordering of way these things are projected and if this were the case then the consequence would be that these initial uh, factors or links wouldn't occur because it would have already been passed by uh, if it was due in, in relation to ordering. Uh, and it says, and no craving, grasping, or existence, uh, actualizing factors in the former cycle of causality, uh, the ordering of actualization. Um, so uh, uh, then there's a, a response. So this is the response that is known, uh, um, known by Jay Rinpoche. Uh, there is no such fault. Uh, because whatever is projected by the projecting causes, and then what we have in parentheses here in the English rim, isn't in the Tibetan, but Rinpoche filled it in, uh, so it's basically what Rinpoche's commentary was filled in in the English translation anyway. Uh, 
projecting causes, ignorance, uh, compositional uh, activity, and consciousness uh, must be created by the actualizing causes, craving, grasping, and existence. When what is projected, name and form, the six sources, contact and feeling, has been actualized, it is that very thing, the projected, that is designated as being born, aging, and dying. So it's saying that that sentient being, that very thing that has been, been projected, uh, um, uh, um, um, has been actualized, uh, is, is that very thing, and designated as being born, aging, and dying. Uh, so that's what, what is born, what ages, what dies. And then we get into uh, the purpose or realization. Uh, and then there are three categories within this. Uh, and the first category um, reads up to where I'm going to read to. Uh, well then, what is the point of presenting two cycles of causality? Reply. Such a presentation demonstrates that the characteristics of the true sufferings that are the effects of projection differ from those that are the effects of actualization. Uh, so the former, consciousness of the effect period, name and form, the six sources, contact and feeling, are dormant at the time of projection. So this dormancy is referring to their, it's uh, 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 lying in wait in the form of a seed. Uh, um, so it's a, at that point it's dormant, but it's in the form of a seed that will later um, be um, actualized, that will later um, 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 project and uh, uh, um, project something and actualize something. Um, since they have not actually been established, they will only become suffering in the future. So they're dormant. They're in the form of seeds that will later uh, give rise to a future suffering, an actualized suffering. However, uh, um, the later, the latter, birth, aging, and death are situations in which the suffering has been actualized and hence are suffering in this lifetime. Uh, so that ends the, that first category um, of the the purpose. <laughs> Nibashibu <laughs> On a Junique, Pompitina, 
so we have uh, um, two different sections uh, in the res- I mean three different sections uh, in the response section. Uh, the, res- the response that deals with uh, purpose or realization that begins with, well then, what is the point of presenting two cycles of causality? Such a presentation demonstrates that the characteristics of true sufferings are uh, the effects of uh, projection differ from those that are the effects of actualization. Uh, The former, consciousness of the effect period, name and form, the six sources, contact and feeling, are dormant in the form of a seed at the time of of projection. Uh, Since they have not actually been established, they will only become suffering in the future. Uh, However, the latter, birth, aging and death, Death are situations in which the suffering uh, has been actualized and hence are suffering uh, in this lifetime. Uh, so that's the first category. The second category deals with the two cycles uh, of cause uh, and effect. Uh, and it's moreover, the two cycles of cause and effect uh, were presented for the sake of demonstrating that the effect taking rebirth Uh, has two causes, projecting causes and causes that actualize what has been projected by the projecting causes. Nobody <laughs> Oh, I see, and then three will start down here. Okay, Uh, so Rinpoche is saying that now we have a quote from the levels of yogic deeds, and and that is where we find um, both of the points that Lama Tsongkhapa has made in his response. Um, So um, we find both of those within the levels of yogic deeds. So it's broken up into these two sections that we heard uh, later, and the levels of yogic deeds supports Lama Tsongkhapa's uh, stance. 
Okay, so uh, we have the quote from the Levels of Yogic Deeds states the reason for this. Given that the factors of birth and aging and death are in the group of factors beginning with resultant period consciousness and ending with feeling, uh, so beginning with resultant period consciousness uh, and then going from uh, that to name and form, six sources, uh, contact, um, and then feeling. Um, so those are the ones that are in between there. Um, so, and ending with feeling are phenomena that are shared characteristics. Why have they been taught to be of two types? Uh, this is, uh, so we have uh, um, them taught as uh, projecting, projected. Why are they taught um, in this way? Um, it says this is done in order to demonstrate the different characteristic of things that bring suffering. So it's looking at the truth of suffering and the different characteristics that bring about this truth of suffering. And then second is in order to demonstrate the distinction between uh, projection uh, and actualization. So it's showing that the difference between these projecting and what is actualized. Um, so uh, when we look at these uh, different, we have uh, projecting, projected, actualizing, and uh, actualized, and it's showing the difference between uh, what these uh, projected uh, factors uh, and projection is and actualization uh, is. Uh, so that's um, that. And then it did, I don't think Rimache read the second 
part. I think that's where he ended. Okay, we'll take a short break. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so we're in the second section um, now of the um, the the we're going to get into the second section of the level of yogic deeds. We've already gone over this first section uh, that deals with uh, projection and actualization. Um, so uh, we're back. Um, so in this response section, in the, the section of purpose, we find uh, that there are two sections. First, uh, that something, uh, the section that demonstrates the difference uh, between the effects of projection and those of actualization. Uh, and then the section, second section deals with the two cycles of cause uh, and effect. Um, um, uh, the two causes, projecting causes and causes that actualize what has been projected. Uh, and then we have a quote from Asanga's uh, Levels of Yogic Deeds that uh, shows, uh, supports Lama Tsongkhapa's presentation in those two sections of the uh, differences between the results of the projecting and actualization and then the um, two cycles of cause and effect projecting and causes that actualize what has been projected. Uh, so um, then we get again into the level of yogic deeds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so so it says, uh, given uh, that the factors of, uh, so the levels of yogic deeds states the reasons for this. Given that the factors of birth and aging and death and the group of factors beginning with the resultant period consciousness and ending with feeling uh, are phenomena with shared characteristics, why uh, have they been taught to be of uh, two types? Um, so uh, those, those factors, again, beginning with the second half of the consciousness factor, the resultant period consciousness, uh, and then uh, name uh, and form, uh, then six sources, then uh, contact, and then feeling. Um, so it says, why have they been uh, um, taught in two types? And then Lamas, uh, then we, I'm not, I'm sorry. Then uh, Asanga responds to that question uh, right within this. It says, this is done a in order to demonstrate the different characteristics of things that bring suffering. Uh, so to show the differences between those things that bring about the truth of suffering, and two, in order to demonstrate the distinction uh, between projection uh, and actualization. Uh, so it's showing this the, the, the difference between projection and actualization. So this is why it's taught uh, in two types. Um, so that this is uh, so when we look at the um, the projecting factors, we have the ignorance, compositional activity, and consciousness projected, name, form, six sources, contact, and feeling, actualized and craving, grasping, and existence, and actualized uh, um, factors which are birth, aging, and death. Um, so uh, these are uh, these are uh, this. I'm sorry. So then we says and also it says among the factors. How many are included within true sufferings and become suffering in this lifetime? Um, so it says there are two, birth and aging and death. Um, so uh, um, these are, um, and it says how many are just included within true sufferings and will only become sufferings in the future? The ones that are dormant, the group of factors beginning with resultant period consciousness uh, and ending with feeling. So again, uh, resultant period consciousness, name and form, the six sources, contact, uh, and feeling are, are remaining in the form of a seed. They're dormant that will later produce suffering, um, um, but they um, are not producing it at that time. They only become sufferings, it says, in the future. Um, so they, they abide in the form of a seed or a potential. Sometimes it's translated as... Um, uh, so these are the two um, uh, different uh, points that are made previously in the re um, question and answer section, summarized in Asanga's uh, text. Dig something in the chat. I think I have it written. So now we get to the third section. Um, of the um, 
Therefore, the two factors of craving, which is an actualizing factor, and feeling, which gives rise to this craving, are not in the same sequence of dependent arising. The feeling that gives rise to craving is an effect of some other sequence uh, of dependent arising. Okay, so then it says, therefore, the two factors of craving, which is actualizing factor and feeling which gives rise to the craving, are not in the same sequence of dependent arising. The feeling that gives rise to craving is an effect of some other sequence of, de- sequence of dependent arising. So that falls within the third category of response. Now we get into, so remember when we originally started, we said that there were six categories. There was the first category, um, uh, I remember now, uh, the first category which um, uh, dealt with uh, the, uh, the classification um, of the factors, and then the second category which dealt with the projecting and projected factors, and then the third category which dealt with um, the actualizing and actualized factors, and then the fourth category, which dealt with the uh, (coughs) doubt or um, um, debate, the doubt section. And now we get to the fifth category, which deals with uh, um, four considerations. It says projecting and being projected should be understood by way of four considerations. Uh, So uh, projecting factors, ignorance, compositional activity, and consciousness, uh, projected factors, name and form, six sources, contact and feeling. Uh, um, um, it says uh, um, there are four considerations. So this is difficult material. So we go go over it again and again in order uh, for it to be understood. And Lama Tsongkhapa um, um, expands this explanation uh, of it. Um, going through each of, of these different factors classifications. Right, that's it. Please, sir. Yes, man. 
Okay, so projecting and being projected should be understood by way of the four considerations. Uh, what has been projected? Uh, the four and a half factors beginning with resultant period consciousness and ending with feeling have been projected. Uh, so again, uh, those are their five factors. The resultant period consciousness, uh, name and form, the six sources, uh, contact, and then feeling. Uh, so those five. What has done the projecting? Um, compositional activity, which is dependent on ignorance, uh, has done the projecting. Um, so uh, ignorance creates compositional activity, and that is, does the projecting. How has a projection occurred? Projection has occurred by means of latent karmic propensities being infused in the causal period consciousness. So these imprints that are infused at the causal period consciousness that then 
results in the resultant period consciousness experience. Um, and it says projected means having created the effects, the resultant period consciousness, name and form, sources, contact and feeling, conducive to actualization once the actualizers such as uh, craving are present. Uh, so the actualizing uh, factors of craving, grasping, existence are, are present. Um, um, uh, are present. So that's um, what uh, those become conducive to act, uh, actualization. Um, so uh, those are the four. It says the actualizers and the actualized uh, should be understood by way of the three considerations. Um, so, uh, and then uh, I'll read this, these three through. Uh, Rinpoche didn't read all of them, but I'm just going to read these three through, and then Rinpoche quoted um, Asanga's, uh, I'm sorry, uh, quoted uh, Nagarjuna's um, uh, text um, that, that gives a quote about the links that are afflictions, the links that are karma, the links that are um, uh, origin of suffering, and the links that are truth of suffering. Um, so what does the actualizing? It is done by grasping, which is caused by craving. What is actualized? Birth and aging and death are actualized. How does actualization occur? Actualization occurs by means of the empowerment of latent karmic propensities that were infused in consciousness uh, by uh, compositional um, fact, cap, uh, activity. Um, uh, so. Uh, ignorance, uh, compositional activity, um, and uh, consciousness uh, spring uh, this um, um, this project uh, these uh, effects. Um, so then Rimache quoted um, Nagarjuna and it says the first, the eighth, and the ninth are afflictions. The second and the tenth are karma. Five <coughs> are truth of suffering. I'm um, five are origin of suffering, uh, and seven. Uh, our uh, truth of suffering. Uh, so the first um, referring to ignorance, uh, the eighth referring to craving, and the ninth refaving, uh, referring to grasping our afflictions. The second uh, referring to compositional activity, and the tenth re referring to existence, our karma. Uh, and then it says five, the the Gwenjun Dembang Nagare. Lindo,那边的，那边的，那边的，那边的，那边的，那边的，那边的，那边的，那边的，那边的，那边的，那边的，那边的，那边的，那边的，那边的，那边的，那边的，那边的，那边的，那边的，那边的，那边的，那边的
the eighth, which is cr uh, craving, and the ninth, grasping, uh, the second, uh, uh, which is um, compositional activity, and the tenth, which is existence, refers to origin of suffering. Uh, and then truth of suffering uh, refers to um, the, uh, I'm sorry, the consciousness, the na uh, consciousness, name and form, uh, six sources, uh, contact, um, uh, feeling, and then uh, birth, uh, aging, and death all categorically fall under the truth of suffering. So those are seven, uh, as long as I think that was all seven. Uh, so the first, eighth, ninth, second, and tenth are origin, the other seven are truth of suffering. So now a doubt arises. So if we were to ask, uh, uh, if we compare the two, the truth of suffering and origin of suffering, are there three permutations, four permutations, are they mutually exclusive, are they synonymous, then? And <laughs> So the Chuchan so um, the, the reason that, uh, the, that this doubt arises when we compare the, tr the two, um, truth of suffering and the origin of suffering, is because when we look at the definition of the origin of suffering, uh, it's that which gives rise to suffering. Within the, the type that gives rise to the suffering of cyclic existence, is that yeah. of the type which gives rise to the suffering of cyclic existence? And then the truth of suffering is defined as that which is the result of the origin of suffering or the, or the, uh, the origin of cyclic existence? Yes. Uh, so we find this definition, I'm sorry if I, I didn't get it exact, but in the collected words of Pension Sunandrapa, um, and what others posit as the definitions, I'm not sure. But then, uh, if we were to really say correctly, we would say that there are three permutations, really. If we were um, to present it, we would say that if it is the origin of suffering, it is necessarily the truth of suffering. But if it is the truth of suffering, it is not necessarily the origin of suffering. And then if we would say, posit that which is the truth of suffering, uh, but not the origin of suffering, we could say a mountain. Uh, um, a mountain in cyclic existence, or a mountain, uh, is the truth of suffering, but isn't the origin of suffering, because it isn't among the type that gives rise to suffering. Um, so then, uh, now we got to get back to the 12 links problem. Um, so th then, uh, um, so then if we would say that uh, the, the two, 
so what's the consequence within the 12 links? Remember there was a... It, it, so it... Then the... the Nama the Rimache, the Chiran, the Lasun, the the Dendel Yenla Juni Chuchen, the Dendel Juni Chuchen, the Dendel Juni Chuchen, the Dendel Yenla Juni Chuchen, the Dendel So the 12 links of dependent origination are not the truth of suffering. Dunya Mayinde, Dunya Dendel Mayinde, Dendel Mayinde, Dendel Mayinde, Dendel and, and then we would say uh, they are among the type which gives rise to uh, the suffering. So you would say, uh, so you would say that the twelve links of dependent origination are the truth of su suffering because they are among the type that gives rise to suffering. But that would be origin of suffering. Pinchens do not have a deep definition, and the Gumuludu Lagadna's definition is a little bit contradicted. So, how do you explain Rimichi means that? Right? Right. Because according to Pinchens, Pinchens do definition for the Dungindemba. Uh, uh, it's of the type which gives, comes from the origin of suffering. So, that's the uh, traveling chichen, Tenyo chichen, Dungindemba. Right. They are because they're among the type that comes from the origin of suffering. suffering. The twelve links come from the origin, origin of suffering. suffering. Oh, I see. So that's the issue. So, so if it says so, okay. So Nagarjuna <coughs> says that five of the links are origin, and seven of the links are truth of suffering. Two parts. Um, that there are two parts. Yeah. But if you say the way Rimache is saying, the twelve links of dependent origination are the truth of suffering because they are among the type which comes from the origin of suffering. Um, so that's the consequence. That, so we, we say, it, here Nagarjuna says that there's two divisions, uh, and, but we can say by logic that it fits all into one division because they are among the type which comes from the origin of suffering. Um, so this is the doubt that can occur. Thank you very much, Rabbi. <laughs> So we find in the Abhisama Alamkara um, where it's presented, it says established truths, um, and then that's referring to the established, the droop is uh, referring to uh, the two truths, and uh, the truths. Uh, is referring to the Four Noble Truths. So in the Perfection of Wisdom literature, uh, we find the presentation of this material. So, I'm going to say, 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 I'm going to say,
Okay. Um, so, uh, I'm just going to begin. The actualizers and the actualized should be understood by way of the three considerations. What does the actualizing? It is done by crave, uh, grasping uh, and is caused by craving. So, um, uh, the eighth and the ninth links. Uh, what is actualized? Uh, birth and aging and death are actualized. How does actualization occur? Actualization occurs by means of the empowerment of the latent karmic propensities with, that were infused in consciousness uh, by compositional uh, activity. Um, uh, and then, uh, so, so there, that ends there, and then we get into um, Basu Bandhu's view. So, so far we've uh, gone through the view according to a Sangha and the levels of yogic deeds. Uh, now we get into uh, Basu Bandhu's views uh, that we find in the explanation of dependent origination, or I'm sorry, the explanation of the divisions of dependent arising. And it says, Basu Bandhu in his explanation of the divisions of dependent arising took the factor of birth as the only actualized factor, and then taught aging and death to be the faults of these factors of uh, projection uh, and actualization. Um, so uh, it took birth as the only actualized factor uh, instead of uh, where we previously find birth, aging, and death as the actualized factors. Vasubandhu takes um, only this one factor of birth. And it says, this being the case, 
actualization should be understood as follows. Non-virtuous compositional activity that is motivated by ignorance about karma and its effects. Uh, so when we look at, uh, there are two different types of ignorance. Ignorance about karma and its effects and ignorance of the nature of reality. So this section is dealing with ignorance of karma and its effects. Then we get into the next section that deals with ignorance of karma I mean, of uh, the nature of reality. Ignorance of karma and its effects gives rise to miserable lower realm rebirths. Um, uh, ignorance of the nature of reality gives rise to higher realm rebirths. Uh, and then invariable karma gives rise to the form and formless realms. We'll get into that when I get into that section, though. This uh, being the case, uh, actualization should be understood as follows. Non-virtuous compositional activity that is motivated by ignorance about karma and its effects deposits latent propensities of bad karma in the consciousness. This makes ready for actualization the group of factors of a miserable rebirth that begins with the resultant period consciousness and ends with feeling. So again, begins with resultant period consciousness, then name and form, uh, then sources, then contact, and then feeling. Through repeated nurturing by craving and grasping. So this nurturing is like pouring water on a, a seed that will grow. So this nurturing by craving and grasping, and it later on actually makes that point about a seed in a field and, and uh, the, the water being the craving grasping. Uh, these latent propensities are empowered and birth, aging, and so forth will be actualized in subsequent miserable rebirths. So this is the, the karma created and imprints created. Uh, due to uh, an ignorance about karma and its results. Then, alternatively, motivated by the ignorance about the meaning of selflessness, so this is that second category of ignorance, meritorious compositional activity, such as ethical discipline within the desire realm, or invariable compositional activities such as cultivation of meditative serenity within the higher deities realms. So when we look at the Parshin teachings, uh, Prajnaparamita teachings, we see that um, if it is uh, um, the projecting karma uh, for a form or formless realm rebirth is necessarily uh, meditative serenity. Uh, meditative serenity or calm abiding um, uh, is necessarily that which projects, is the projecting karma for a former formless realm rebirth. Um, so this is uh, how that is actualized uh, and what, what actually projects it. Um, um, so it depends on latent propensities of good karma in the consciousness. Um, so it's, uh, um, it depends on necessarily, though, this medita meditative serenity, uh, which categorically then falls into immutable or invariable karma. This makes ready for actualization the group of factors beginning with the resultant period consciousness and ending with feeling uh, for respectively a happy rebirth in the desire realm or rebirth uh, as a deity in the higher realm. So the resultant period consciousness, again, uh, name and form, sources, contact, and then feeling um, um, as a deity in the higher realms through repeated nurturing by craving and grasping. So again, this nurturing is like water. These latent pr uh, propensities are empowered. Uh, and subsequently, birth and so forth will be actualized in those happy realms, so within the desire realm. Uh, the, the 12 factors, moreover, are subsumed under three paths, those of afflictions, karma, and suffering. As the wise Nagarjuna said, the first, the eighth, and the ninth are afflictions. The second and the tenth are karma. The remaining seven are sufferings. Um, so this is, again, that quote we previously um, presented uh, by Nagarjuna. Um, and... And then it says, the Rice Seedling Sutra, 
um, so this is a sutra, uh, mentions four causes which subsume the uh, 12 factors of dependent arising. It explains that when the seeds of consciousness uh, sown in the field of karma uh, by ignorance are subsequently uh, moistened by the water of craving, they give rise to the sprout of name and form uh, in the mother's womb. So then we give rise to this name and form, and then we have this uh, potentiality. So then now, uh, the next section we get into uh, is the number of lifetimes it takes to complete the 12 links. One lifetime, uh, two lifetimes. So Okay, so it says, while it is possible, uh, so the number of lifetimes required to complete all 12 factors, while it is possible for countless eons to go between the projecting and projected factors, it is also possible for the projected factors to be actualized in the very next lifetime with no intervening lifetime. Uh, so it says countless eons can go on uh, between the uh, projecting uh, which are the um, ignorance, compositional activity, and consciousness, and the projected factors, which are name and form, the six sources, contact, and feeling. So it's saying many eons uh, can go on uh, in between that. Um, so it, um, when uh, we look at that quote that we've gone over many times before, it, it says uh, it doesn't uh, it's matter if eons have passed uh, when the causes and conditions are present. Uh, the karma, will, uh, the seed will give rise uh, to uh, a result. Uh, so karma will give rise to a result. Um, so no matter uh, how many eons pass, that will not doesn't end. It will eventually, and Rinpoche said, the causes and conditions are there, give rise to a result. And then we find this here, that there, it's possible uh, um, for countless eons to go by between uh, the projecting and projected factors. Um, so um, that ties in with that quote um, we've, we've said in the past about that the karma doesn't perish even if eons pass. When the causes and conditions are there, uh, a result will occur. Since the actualizing factors craving grasping in existence uh, and the actualized factors birth, aging, and death occur within an intervening lifetime, it is possible at the shortest to complete all 12 factors in two lifetimes. Yeah. Uh, so we'll end there, and uh, we'll get back to this uh, next time. I know everyone's very excited about this section. <laughs> I can see it. Yeah, you have to read it again and again. Yeah. Otherwise, you cannot. Get yeah, it's it. very, very confusing. Yeah.
Um, so we'll do the concluding mandala offering and dedication prayer. And just everybody remember, this is material that's debated and debated in the Prajnaparamita by monks who memorize this and and study it every day for like 10 years when they get to this. No, Um, 35 years. I mean, it's about 10 years when you're in Prajnaparamita fully fully into this. So that's seven days a week, non-stop. I can't can't even finish in in seven years. (laughs) I should say it's 10 years. (laughs) So concluding uh, Mandala. で、タブルパチンタブルルディンゴルルディンゴルパチンコアレバチャウマレレ。タズラブジディ。クロスルソガスロチゴムデゲンツゴシネゴチウルバトゥ。ルディンロチョダゴゴチウマレレ。セバチ